is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you are very well. Uh, this uh, this brisk, a brisk. Uh, it's quite cold out there, actually. It's a, it's got it's got that thing where the sun's gone. Come out. Wear a t-shirt when you're in your house. Wear a t-shirt, mate. It's lovely. I'm out. And then when you go out there, it's like, <laughs> but I'm actually really far away. <laughs> and I was born on the equator, so I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, of course. I've I've not had to worry about that. To be fair, um, does that? Do you think there's a genuine like? You you're more warm blooded because you've uh, you were born on the equator. It's just what I'm used to. Yeah. I mean, like I was baking in places like Somalia as a kid. We used to sleep on the roof. Wow, because we had no air conditioning. So right. the coolest places you sleep on the flat roof at night. Yeah, we to, didn't do that in to England. <laughs> we didn't do that in my side growing up. I must say that was not what happened in the on the streets of Salford. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, so even on a but surely on like a baking hot. British summer that you're, oh I'm having so much fun you're fine right I'm, okay. I'm, I'm like I, when people are complaining I'm literally like outside yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. you still got a jacket party. on though still just got, got a jacket, got on. jacket on. 25 <laughs> degrees oh it's still a bit of a nip in the air guys <laughs> <laughs> when did you leave um, Malawi then? Well, I actually was my. We were refugees, so oh, okay. I was bouncing around all my life. Oh, I see. So you but were lots still, of for the first half of my life, I was bouncing around in African countries, which right. are hot. Yes. And then the second half of my life, I was bouncing in cold yeah. Western countries, <laughs> wondering why I'd made these choices. <laughs> well, it sounds like the choices were made for you. Uh, yes, they were made. Uh, yes, yeah. early on, I had no choice. <laughs> and where was the first place you came to? Um, uh, Western, the first Western. one was Canada. Oh, okay, Montreal. right. So and then, there. um, and then when I came to the UK, it was Warrington. Wow, <laughs> yes, that's a hell of a journey, a hell isn't of it? A journey. <laughs> like, get me back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you're up and about this morning and you want to say hello, uh, it'd be lovely to hear from you. Uh, what are you doing? What has dragged you out of bed uh, this morning? Obviously, I've dragged uh, Deliso out of bed uh, to come to the show. Um, we've got Ryan who says he's up at this ridiculous time because he's doing a skydive for his birthday. Wow. Nope. No. And no. you won't find me doing anything nah, remotely. Mate. Shark diving? Nope. Nope. None of that. Any sort of danger, especially, I just think on your, ooh, I, I mean, best of luck, but it's not for me. I mean, you very rarely hear of anything going wrong. Also, but it's also you're paying people to terrify you. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Yeah, I could get that for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just go out at night in yes. any British town. Yeah, that is that's not for me. I've never fancied this the skydiving thing. Do you have a bucket list at all? Um, any... I'm living my bucket you're list. You're living it right. <laughs> right. Like, yes, I'm I'm living a life that I don't deserve, Deliso, at the best of times. So I. Um, yeah, no, I don't really have um, I don't have a bucket list in that respect. There's nothing I'm like, oh, I'm itching to do that. You know, if anything, I'd like to have a bit more time to do, you know, family stuff. But, uh, yeah, there's nothing. I don't mm. fancy the, the skydive, the bungee jump. I mean, the worst bungee jump I've ever seen. There's one online where just as the guy's he's, he's cacking it, like, just, just before he goes, he's about to jump. And this Australian girl goes, it's not tied. It's not tied. Oh, no. Just as he's, he's going, what? Oh, ah! And all the way down, he's thinking it's not tied, and it is tied. So that's the problem. That you, is the problem. You're the... dealing with people like that around you. Yes. Not into that. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I've not, I've not told anybody this, but my, my daughter, my youngest daughter, was born on uh, Bowie's birthday. And uh, so she's... Um, 
her middle name is Star because, yeah. of course, she is Star Manford. Nice little... I like that. It's quite cute, isn't it? Yeah, it's very it's quite cute. cute though, isn't it? Very cute. I know. Yeah. Um, my young, my, <laughs> my youngest boy. Um, I don't know if he's going to like this when he's older. He seems to like it at the moment, but we'll see. Uh, he, I gave him the middle name Bat. So he, wait, wait. So he's like, she gets to be a star. Yeah. I'm a bat. Yeah, but he's Batmanford. Oh, he's Batman. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Actually, I was really surprised I was able to get away with it. <laughs> But, yeah, no one from social services has called. Nothing. I would have liked to have done it for all my children, but I only came up with the idea, like, two in. <laughs> and I was like, mm. um I don't know. Do you think he's going to thank me? Oh, no, Batman. It's Batman's. It's Batman. Batman. It's Batman. It's awesome. You know, it's just amazing. And you're, like, six-year-old boy, and you're like, my name's Batmanford. Batmanford. I'm having that. And she's Starmanford. I'm loving that. I think it'll work. <laughs> I think it'll be good. And they can keep it a secret if they end up accountants or whatever. You have another kid, Bin. Bin Manford. Bin Manford, yeah. <laughs> With milk. Uh, post. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously you think iron, super, spider. But yeah, I mean, more likely, post, milk, <laughs> bin. <laughs> Rain. Uh, you know, it all works. Uh, 8, 12, 15 is the text this morning. What are you up to? Uh, Carl in Shropshire, uh, milking cows. Uh, that's what he's doing this morning. That's what's dragged him out of bed. Milking cows. Milking cows. He can't wait till the last one, I bet. What a thing to do on a Sunday morning. Yeah. I, I'm, I have have been... you ever milked a cow? Yeah, he's not milking cows, though. He's not sat there like a, like a dairy maid, like, <laughs> getting the teats. It's oh, not... he's like the boss. No, he's like the boss of a... Like, there'll be a machine that goes... You know, and yes. yeah, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Kai from Leicester, uh, heading home now uh, for uh, for breakfast and a day out with the family um, because he's up at six to fly my par- paramotor. That, again, sounds dangerous. I think the people who wake up at this time, they <laughs> just do? live dangerously. You know, you're, you're jumping off buildings and out of aeroplanes and just flying things that... I don't. I don't like to do anything too high. I've done a bit of rock, indoor rock climbing with the kids, and that's enough for me. You know what I mean? Like you, you want if something goes wrong and you fall, there's an immediate response. Yeah, it's like let's ring an ambulance. Yes. You know what I mean? You don't know. Like, you don't. Also, there's to, something foamy to cushion your. There's fall. a bit of that. Yeah, but yes. you're still going to hurt yourself a lot. Yes, but there's an ambulance. Like let's call an ambulance. I don't want to fall off something and like let's ring a cleaner. You know what I mean? Like that's not, I don't want that. Absolutely. Get the cleaners in. This is really this this event has taken a turn. That's not for me. Uh, Chloe, eight years old from Southport, uh, on her way to Southport uh, to a gymnastic competition this morning. That's the other thing. Has been you know being a parent, you you end up doing these things. You think, oh, this will be a good idea for them. Oh, that'll be fun. Let's do gymnastics, and then six o'clock on a Sunday morning, you time to go. Right, off we go. Off we go. <laughs> Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Lovely to hear from you. Lots of messages coming in of people uh, up and about at this ridiculous hour. 8, 12, 15 is the text. Would you normally be up on a, no, on a Sunday morning? No, definitely so? not. 11, not morning, 11 o'clock waking up, basically. Wow. So you'll have had gigs at weekend and yes. then... And then I, I come home late. Like I came back, got home 2 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where were you Don't last night? sleep immediately. I was in Elland, Elland, Yorkshire. Doing oh, right, a yes, show. Uh, over near Leeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And uh, it was wonderful doing a show for a hospice and then uh, head back home. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was back late. I was doing a gig at Studley Castle. What a great name for a castle. Awesome. Studley Castle in uh, Warwickshire, I think. Um, which was a fun it was a fun night. It was a lovely night, I must say. It was for um Warner Leisure or somebody like that. They booked us to do this gig for some holiday makers who were having like a weekend at this thing. And they said what was funny was they said to me, Oh, Jace, um backstage, they were like, It's it, for us, this is quite a young crowd for us, you know. But I mean I was looking out like Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's what's young? What's young to you? And um, they say, yeah, you're quite a young crowd to us. So uh, you know, don't you know, don't don't go crazy. But yes. they don't mind a bit of swearing and stuff like that. I said, well, look, I don't swear an awful lot anyway, to be honest. So it doesn't really bother me when it comes to my my, my set. And there's nothing sort of deeply uh, descriptive, you know, when it comes to anything sex based or whatever. It'll be fine. In the first five minutes, I did. I did a little like, "Where's everybody from?" Yeah, did a bit fine. You know, just you sort of re- you're actually yeah. just doing research on stage, even though you're just getting figure tears. out what you've got. Yeah, in front where of are you. they from? And then I said, "Let's find ages of people. Let's do it. You know, let's go. Anybody under thirty? Nothing. <laughs> thirty to forty. Just one bloke with a fetish. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yep." <laughs> just living the dream. I got oh. to like uh, 70 to 80. <laughs> I was like, okay. okay the young crowd. This oh, crowd. I said, all right, let, hey, hit the music. I have often walked <laughs> down this street before. Yeah, it was a it was a fun show, but very different to, to our, our gig on Friday night, the Blackpool oh, that Comedy was Festival. wonderful. Yes. We did that. We, so I had the Blackpool Comedy Festival this weekend. You might have heard it. Uh, there's some uh, there was some adverts on on Absolute about it. Great, great couple of days. We had uh, we did a show on Friday with Sean Locke and and uh, Sean Locke and David O'Doherty. David O'Doherty, amazing, so funny. Joe yes. Caulfield. And then last night they had uh, John Bishop and Adam Hills and Angela Barnes and Mick Miller, who apparently rocked it. So yeah, great. So that'll be back next year. Make sure you book your tickets early. I'll tell you about more about that uh, later on. Uh, who's up and about? Jackie Bitmead says, "Morning, Jason. A beautiful, sunny, misty morning. Looking out my window, watching the planes at Gatwick, living the dream." See, she likes living there in airport. Living with all the noise. She's like, oh, this is beautiful. She's obviously got good windows. Yes. Good windows looking out. I always think about the fellow who lives in the middle of the motorway on the 62. Oh. Every time oh, I drive yeah. past there. Because that, I, I heard... It, he can't like it. No. No, he can't. It, I, and what's quite funny about that yeah. is, uh, if, you, if you're not from the northwest, you might not know about this, but in the middle of the M62 between Manchester and Leeds, there is a farm. Full farm. In the middle of the motorway, between the two eastbound and westbound lanes. It makes no sense whatsoever. By all accounts, it's just the, the lay of the land, and that's why yes. they... But he didn't. He wasn't like a stubborn Yorkshireman who was like, <laughs> you'll not move me! And they went, well, we'll build it round you, son, don't worry about it. Um, they, uh, when I was growing up, we drove past it quite a bit, going to see family in Yorkshire, and, uh, and we were fascinated by it. We were like, it's coming, it's coming, it'll... Uh, trying to have a little look in, see if he was out there in his little house. Um, my dad told us that uh, to get out, to get out, yes. he had to like sort of. We, we had this image of him just waiting, like at a junction, but it just being the fast lane, <laughs> oh, just with no, his indicator on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a very weird, a weird house in the middle. Of, but by all accounts, um, I read, I'd heard a documentary on Radio Four years ago. And uh, and they they interviewed him. It was heartbreaking. Oh, they because there was nothing. They can't sell the place, you know. And uh, no one's building flats there, you know. Yeah. And uh, his wife said they closed the. She said they closed the motorway once from that junction to that junction, uh, just for just for two days. Well, you know, while they were doing two some days work. Of their life. And 
I was sat in the garden, she said. I was sat in the, she said, like, proper cry in her voice. She was like, I sat in the garden and um, had the window open. The window open in the kitchen and uh, my husband was making bacon and I could hear it sizzling. And it was the first time I'd heard it sizzling. Oh, no. And I cried. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh my Absolutely heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Dilly Socia Ponder is my guest this morning. Yes, I and am. you are uh, heading to the Edinburgh Festival this I August. I am doing Edinburgh Festival and then touring my new show, uh, and I am terrified. But yes. it is <laughs> <laughs> that's very good, exciting. Exactly. You're supposed to be scared. Yes, yes. Uh, that's um, Bob Monkhouse used to say uh, that um, if you're scared or nervous, it's because you care. Exactly. That's the reason. exactly. Uh, so what uh, what's it about? Tell so us. it's called Blah Blah Blacklist. Right, and like it, it is about all the celebrities who have lost their careers because of either a silly tweet yes. or something actually criminal which came out. Okay. Or all the different ways that people have been blacklisted for oh, once being yes. absolutely loved. Yeah. Wow, okay. Well... What a wealth of material. Yes. Look, the, every week somebody else does something. <laughs> it's an eight-hour show. Exactly. <laughs> when I started it, it was literally just like Liam Neeson and like one or two other little stories. And then yeah. every week, this week, Danny Baker's entered the show. Of course. The Liam Neeson thing was weird. That was wasn't just it? weird because that was one which I started, I didn't even understand why no. he brought it up. Why did you it was say it? 40 years ago. It's weird, isn't it? It's it very wasn't strange. discovered. He brought it up No, himself. it wasn't like, hey, we want to talk to you about this. He was like, I'm going to offer this information to the world. And I think that, you know, knowing the world in the way it is at the moment, I think they'll get it. They'll get it. They'll be fine. Yeah. Weirdly, I went to see his film and it was so terrible that I was so angry when I came out. I was looking for a Northern Irish guy <laughs> just, to, just, to, just to tell him how just terrible it was. Him. Just anyone. anyone. It didn't matter please, which one, did So any of them would have done <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to Very say weird. to the world, knowing what, where we are at the moment. Exactly, and he's an intelligent well. man. He could predict that people would go crazy. Crazy, absolutely crazy. And then, and then Baker this week, and it's it's like a chimpanzee. Like it's, <laughs> I, some people say give him the benefit of the doubt. But uh, if when you introduced me, you played, hey, it's the monkeys, <laughs> everybody would be like, I'm yeah. not sure about this music choice. It's it's the thing where. What people do in in this is they double down on their uh, their response, right? So they yes. do apologies, but they're not. They're sort of also going, "I'm sorry, but this." You know what I mean? Like yes, if he'd exactly. Just gone, if he'd have done the tweet right, and because I can see his, I can see what he said. He said, "I'm so not racist that I didn't have been real." I don't, I don't put those two things together, right? And, I, and I'm the same. Like I, I would never put those two things together, but I know some people do. Exactly. Because I know what, how the world works, so I just wouldn't, you just wouldn't do it, would you? Also, if you're apologising, don't justify it at all. Yeah, just say, oh my God, I am, oh my, I am so sorry, what a horrendous, that is awful, I'm really sorry, I've deleted it straight away, that'll never happen again, Whew, what a lesson. That, and then you sort of, people go off, well, like, you know, I mistakes think apologise how you'd apologise to your wife. <laughs> that's Maybe, the guide. That's a good... That's just, a good guide. Just, just apologise like that. Yeah, that is a good guide. It is. It's a. 
Yeah, it's a very odd one. But yeah, he's not got... I don't think he's got that. I mean, he supports Millwall. Are you telling me he's not aware? <laughs> he must have. Oh, he's aware. He's aware. Unbelievable. Well, that sounds like it's uh, going to be Give a, me five minutes already. Yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be a great show. You've got plenty of material when it comes to uh, to, to people messing things up. Crikey. Uh, 8.12.15 is the text this morning. Uh, we are going to be talking about keeping up with the Joneses very shortly. Music matters. I wanted to talk about this, right? I was chatting to my mum the other day and um, she reminded me of a moment when I was a child where... Because we were poor, Delisa. Okay. We were very poor and uh, in South Manchester. and uh, But, of course, at the time, it was hard, it's hard to be poor when you're a kid because other kids, even though they were all so poor, now when I look back, they seem to just have more things than us. Obviously, their parents had... Uh, prioritised different things. You know, they got the right trainers or yes. they had, a, you know, a telly or a car or a dad or whatever. And um, we, um, when I look back, I think, crikey, yeah, we, my parents didn't bother about those things. So, for example, my mum told me about a time when she had, we got like a pair of trainers from the supermarket. They were like a two-striped trainers, right? From like Quick Save or something. I don't know where they were from. They must have been about eight quid. They were awful. <laughs> really uncomfortable. Fell apart. Melted in the water. And what she'd done, because I was so embarrassed at school, was painted with a bit of, like, Tipex, an extra stripe oh, no. on the side of the trainer. Oh. So it had three light-year-old Adidas. As if, as if the kid... I mean, it's almost worse. Yeah, it's worse. Well, it is worse. It's going to wash off. It's going to wash off. The, ki- the kids in class are going to go, oh, have you got a... Da-? Hang on a minute. But oh. I think... I like. I sort of like this idea. This uh, sort of keeping up with the Joneses. Sort of yes. moments where you maybe you you pretend you've gone a bit higher end than you have. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. So, have you ever faked something to keep up with the Joneses? Okay. So, my when as a kid, uh, my mum painted an extra stripe onto my. Uh, Two stripe trainers from Quicksave uh, to uh, make them look a little bit like Adidas trainers. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I've I pretended that I knew about classical music when I knew nothing. When I was around posh people, <laughs> and it's very hard to fake information, and it quickly becomes apparent that you're blagging it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think we do. I think a lot of us do that, don't they? Just sort of pretend that you're uh, you're doing stuff, but you did that just to sort of feel. Because there. you want to be part of the... Of course. You don't want to get left out, do you? I'm, the amount of times I'm like, somebody says, yes, and uh, so-and-so did this. Do you know that person? I just go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, ne- I'll never say, never heard of him, ever. Uh, Rachel says, I put cheap coffee in my husband's coffee jar. He only drinks a certain brand. He's still not twigged. People are very snobby when it comes to food, aren't they, there? Yes. About own brands. and But by all accounts, a lot of these own brands are made by... You know, your Kellogg's in the same your, factory your sometimes. of this world, yeah. Uh, Nikki says, when Sky first started, a mate made a satellite dish from a bin lid, tinfoil, some sticks and a cigarette box, just so he looked like he had Sky telly from the outside. <laughs> like that. Uh, Kim says, uh, cheap ketchup siphoned into Heinz ketchup bottle. Oh, that's... and that's not even saving that much money. I mean, how much are you saving there? Come on. <laughs> the amount of effort. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Lisa... Uh, put a deck chair in the shed so we've got a summer house. I mean, you sort of have, haven't you? You sort of do. 
Absolutely you have. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. So if you've got any... Um, any moments where you've you've tried to keep up with the Joneses, you've uh, you, you know you fake something slightly. Maybe maybe you've got some friends coming round, and they're a bit well to do. You know they're doing all right for themselves, and uh, and you've been to their house, and their house is lovely, and then they're coming to yours. Oh no! Oh, goodness. and choosing cheeses. Oh, that's cheeses. a tough one. Yeah, and I'm like, I just want cheddar. Of course, everybody want. Nobody likes any other cheese. Anyone telling you they do is a liar. Anyone eating blue cheese and pretending they like it is a lie. Just do, I don't know why you're doing it. It's gone off, mate. It's look at it. It's gone off. It's clearly rotten. Any other food that had gone that colour, you'd be like, nah, you're all right. How many blue foods do you know? <laughs> There's no blue foods. Nothing. Nature doesn't do things in blue for, for eating. So stop eating it just to show off. Jason, absolute radio. Where real music matters. Deliso Chaponda's my guest. You uh, might have seen him do uh, very well. Where did you finish in uh, Britain's Got Talent? Third. 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 And who, who beat you? Uh, uh, a very talented little kid who is a magician okay. called Izzy. Right. And a brilliant musician called uh, Tokyo Myers. Yeah. Where are they now? Though? Exactly. They're not here, are they? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Not here, son. <laughs> You're the, the nation's winner. Uh, I mean, you weren't. Without a quarter of a million pounds. Yeah. Oh, it hurts, it hurts. It still I forgot hurts. about that bit. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I mean, what's a seven-year-old going to do with a quarter of a million know, pounds? I know, I know. Oh, well. You know, it's the... It's the, it's the no, there's nothing I can <laughs> say. I was going to say it's the taking part. Nothing. There's no, nothing you can nothing. say. Um, so we're talking this morning about keeping up with the Joneses. Have you ever had, have you ever faked something to sort of keep up with everybody else? When I was a kid, my mum painted an extra stripe on a pair of uh, two-stripe trainers, snide trainers on the uh, from the supermarket uh, to make them look like a pair of Adidas. Um, you were quite you were sort of well off as a as a kid, weren't you? Yes. Your family, no, so. What was actually funny is there was a point in my life where my family went from poor to having a good job, and there was a change in Christmases. When I'm seven, <laughs> you see hand-me-downs. When I'm eight, it's new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cat uh, Griff uh, says, I, I only found out at the age of 35 that Nicks were not the girl version of Nikes. And my mother had fobbed me off for years as a child. Footwear seems to be quite a bone of contention Often. as a child, doesn't it? Yeah. That's the. It's really hard trying to, uh, you know, go into school knowing you've got a pair of trainers from the market. And you know you shouldn't care. And your mum says to you, look, it doesn't matter. Oh, you know, it it's does. who's it it, does. It's who's inside the trainers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's important. You're like, right, well, you tell Tony that because he's <laughs> he's gonna batter me, Mum. Uh we've got Karen on the phone this morning. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Where are you calling from, my love? I'm from Cheltenham. Cheltenham, lovely stuff. Cheltenham. So what what's your story? Why did you, when did you try and keep up with the Joneses? <laughs> well, at school, um all the kids, all the cool kids yeah. had their kickers. Um, with the green and the red oh, yes. tags and the soles. And, and the soles were that colour as well. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, they were, they were. Beautiful, beautiful. And my mum didn't believe in labels. No, labels, it doesn't mean anything. It's just more money. Because she didn't um, have to go so... to school, Karen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I ingeniously decided to create my own kickers for nice. my own school shoes <laughs> and uh, made my little labels, set them onto the sides and then painted the soles. Um, oh. And they looked oh. probably absolutely terrible, but in my mind, yeah. <laughs> I had and did, kickers. Um, and did anyone pick pick you up on it? Did they mention it? 
Um, I, I, you know, I can't remember, no. but I'm sure people were giving me some funny looks. Behind your back, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, fair play to you, Karen. And what are you like now? Have you got kids of your own, Karen? I have got kids of my own. And, um, and when it comes to labels? Them, I will buy them labels. Yeah, same. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I know how it feels. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, have them, have them. I, I'm going to send you to school. No kid of mine's got a school with trainers from the market. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. We're talking this morning about keeping up with the Joneses, those things you've done to sort of fake it a little bit so nobody thinks you're, uh, you know... Snide, essentially. Um, what have we got? We've got uh, D- Dave O'Sullivan. My mum used to do this. My mum used to keep a Marks and Sparks carrier bag in, a, in, in her bag to carry home shopping from Iceland. Oh, clever. Yeah. clever. So she would put it in that. That's clever. I mean, my, we used to go to Netto when I was a kid. I don't know if you were over here at that time. I, no, I was not. Yeah, I was not. it was sort of, a, it would have been like late 80s, 90s. So, you know, and it was, I, don't, I presume that they're not here anymore. They were like, they predated your sort of little and yes. your Aldis, right? It, you know, even when we went to Netto, like if somebody went to Aldi, we were a bit like, oh, get you, you fancy Aldi. Um, but bright yellow carrier bags. <laughs> like, <laughs> you could see them a mile away. Bright yellow carrier bags. And mum would, she'd pull up. My mum drove a yellow car as well at the time because it was a car that was just given to her. A Triumph Dolomite was, a, was the car she drove. Bright yellow. And uh, we used to get her to drop us off at the end of the road. No, we'll, we'll walk from here. Uh, she used to pull up and she'd go, right, we've done the shopping, go and get it. And she'd do a big, she used to get paid monthly. So imagine how big that shop yes. was on, a, on on at the end of the month. It'd be about 40 carrier bags. And she'd go, right, go and get the shopping. And we'd be out there and it'd, she'd, it'd be like five o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Every other kid on the street is out there and we've got to bring these. Oh, no. And like, you should see how many. Walk of shame. Yeah. How many carrier bags you can get on when you're, when you only want to do two trips. Just putting them all up your shoulders everywhere. Oh, God, it was awful. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter now. Looking back, it's such a, a tiny, pointless thing, you know. But uh, at the time, it feels massive, doesn't it? Uh, Alan's on the line. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Jason. Morning, pal. Where are you calling from, pal? Uh, sunny Gatley near Stockport. Oh, very nice. Very, you don't sound like you're from Gatley. <laughs> no, originally down south. Moved oh. up with work. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. So, uh, Alan, what's your story? Well, like many of us, you nip into Aldi for a pint of milk and some bread, and rather than walking out with a chainsaw, yeah. I uh, saw a <laughs> few uh, discounted apple trees in the uh, the middle aisle. So oh. I thought, oh, I've got a bit of spare spare space at home. Yeah, you never know; they might grow. So uh, <laughs> get home, plant them in a row, and uh, lo and behold, I now have an orchard. Is that right? That is, because unbeknown to me, as was checked by my colleagues on Google at work in their disbelief, five apple trees in a row, or five apple trees together, yeah. equals an, or- an orchard. Is that the, that's the classification? <laughs> that's the number. <laughs> five. Is, all you need to do, get down to Aldi or other stores are available, yeah. pick up five apple trees, and you can now have your very own orchard. Is it, and is it worth visiting your orchard? Is it, is it a beautiful sight? Uh, it's just a small strip of land next to some wheelie bins. <laughs> 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 sounds beautiful, sounds picturesque. But it has produced a crop of apples, which uh, has been tested by my colleagues at work with much uh, pro- approval. Oh, well, lovely. Well, that's all you want out of an apple tree. It's done its job. It has, indeed. And nice this year's crop is already appearing. Lovely stuff. Well, I'll, I'll, when I'm driving through Gatley next on the way home, I'll keep an eye out for... Uh, keep an eye out for the magic orchard, yes. Alan's, <laughs> Alan's orchard. Nice one. Cheers, pal. Have a good day. You take care. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Bye-bye. Jason. 
Brentford. Where real music matters. I've been chatting uh, about keeping up with the Joneses. Maybe you've uh, you've faked something because you wanted everybody to just think, hey, you know what? This 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 kid is cool. He's a cool kid. Uh, loads coming in uh, on the um, on the text this morning. A lot of food-based stuff as well. A lot of people lying to people about food, I've noticed. Um, Alison says, my husband will only eat Kellogg's cornflakes, so he thinks. I've been putting little ones inside the cornflake box for over a year now. <laughs> it's grounds for divorce. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Um, there's an even worse one than that. Listen to this from Kerry. Morning, Jason. Not exactly keeping up with the Joneses, but... I once bought some horse mints Ooh, to try it and see what it was like. That's the sort of person Kerry is. Just now, was it actual horse mints or like Tesco meat a few years ago? No, this is, yeah, this is, this was, it, it was actual like, horse mints. Labeled correctly, yes. Husband saw it in the freezer and point blankly refused to eat it. He said, I, I wouldn't make you eat a cat kebab, which is a good point. <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, which doesn't make sense because it's not as if we had a pet horse, you know. Um, anyway, it was the best lasagna he's ever eaten and he's still none the wiser. <laughs> Awful. What wow. sort of person would put horse meat in a lasagna without telling people? But she says it's the best ever. Now I'm wondering. Other than Iceland, obviously, they did. <laughs> they did. Um, yeah, I, I, it, well, it's a weird thing, isn't it? We, we, we're very strong opinioned in this country when it comes to what animal you are allowed to destroy and eat. I, I would eat anything. I would I would eat anything. But I think maybe it's because I'm from a, a starving country. We yeah. are picky. It's like, it's meat. It's on the table. Let's do it. I'm not picky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess you can be a bit pickier in a, in a first world country where you're like, no, I refuse to eat that animal. I'll watch it race. Yeah, on the side of the street in uh, Malawi, they sell essentially rodents. Right. Like roasted rats, Roasted rats. Tastes good. Well, I guess so. If it's cut right and it's seasoned. <laughs> yeah. You know, I so I can get on board with that. I mean, it's not it's not my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> it, but I mean, the I mean, the French they eat um, don't they? they, they frogs. Eat, they eat frogs. They frogs? eat horse. They horse. eat all sorts, don't they? There. But we do have yeah very strong opinions about what is acceptable and not acceptable when it comes to food. Uh, Dilly in uh, Kiso says, uh, "Hi guys, friend of mine who considers considers himself quite the gin connoisseur." Always clears me out of gin every time they come round. Uh, I've started buying Tesco's own gin and refilling the fancy bottles. A year later, still not twigged. Brilliant. I love a bit of that. I love that. Uh, I love a blagger. That's my, <laughs> my favourite thing. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're talking keeping up with the Joneses. Things that you've done to, uh, to sort of just keep up with everybody else. Everybody else looks like a cool kid. And you just, you know, and it might not, you might not even be a kid. You might be a grown adult doing these things to make sure that nobody looks down on you. Uh, Peter in Carlisle says, Morning, Jason. On our weekly trip to Aldi, I snuck a Harrods carrier bag from our recent trip to the capital in with all the bags for life, as I found it amusing. Sadly, my wife still calls me an idiot for said prank. Uh, you couldn't pull out a Harrods bag at Aldi, could you? I mean, no. That, that's the opposite, actually. I, I've done a thing where. If I've been out and about, I remember getting something from Selfridges in the Trafford Centre. You know those bags yes. are like bright yellow bags. And been a bit embarrassed about it. And then I think I went into like JD Sports and bought something else. And then put my 
Yeah, Selfages. because it's the opposite times when you don't want to seem too snooty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know what that is. Is, is there a version of that? That's not keep, that's keeping down. I'll keep with it the, down. Keeping down with the Joneses. That's me. Uh, it's my son's uh, first birthday in two weeks, uh, says this family. Uh, we are having a barbecue in the garden. Since then, my wife has set about completing re- completely renovating the garden. This has included no end of coats of paint, uh, brand new plants, fancy wall planters, and uh, worst of all, an artificial lawn. The party so far has cost us three grand. Oh my lord! It, well, it sounds like your garden needed doing. Yes, and uh, how's an artificial lawn? Just have a real one. Well, it's just it's it. Once it's in, it's in. It's in. It? It's in. It's in for life. You know what I mean? You're not messing around. So fair play to you. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. Keep them coming in, making us laugh this morning on Absolute Radio. All the different uh, versions and times you've tried to keep up with the Joneses. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. Dilly Social Ponders, my guest this morning. We've been chatting about keeping up with the Joneses. Uh, so we've been chatting to lots of different people. 8 12 15 is the text. You can always give us a call as well, like Chris has this morning. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Jason. Morning. Where are you calling from? I'm from, from my back garden in the summer house, but that's not. I'm from, from Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle. Lovely part of the world. Okay. So tell us, where have you tried to keep up with the Joneses? Right. A friend of mine a number of years ago, I won't say her name. All right. Uh, we met through wine school. Um, <laughs> wow, You've got me. Great school. Lovely. Oh, great school. Did you not go to a normal um, school? <laughs> oh, it's the best school I've ever been. It's a wine school instead. Fair play. Yes. Um, <laughs> we decided to organise a wine and champagne evening for her friends. Her friends happened to be high-flying solicitors in Newcastle, right. which is why I'm not saying their names. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, got, we did all the works. We got it all just right from, you know, solicitors don't take any nonsense off anybody, as we know. So we got all the bottles covered over. We got all the tasting notes. We hyped everything up and said, right, we're going to the champagnes now. So we did the Moyes. We did all the fancy ones. And we said, we've got a very rare vintage. <laughs> we've got one that is... Very rare to get hold of. It's a special one this year. It's won all the wine. It's won all the school, all the uh, wine tastings and yeah, France. all the competitions. Beat everything, yeah. hand down. Yeah. You name it. Hyped it up. Right. Give them. Oh, really nice. We'll have to get some of this. I think we oh. need some of this for. Well, they all. Get, oh, they all. Oh, the bouquet of this one is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, the whole lot. Oh, we even provided yes. a spit bucket, you know, because nice. like they don't like to taste it. No, like they won't drink it. it. No, no. Like, <laughs> but they drank this one. And then we revealed it as Tesco's finest vintage. Nice. I like the it. Thing. And we even had the newspaper cuttings to say this has actually won the awards. <laughs> 12 quid from Tesco. Fair play. I love that, yeah. Chris. Thanks, my love. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Dilly Social Ponder is my guest. Hello. Uh, we did a little gig together on Friday night in Blackpool. It was brilliant. Great night, great fun. And uh, we've got uh, Russell Keynes on his way as well. He's uh, about to head out on tour. Um, so make sure you stick around for that. He'll be with us till 11 o'clock this morning. And all this week, um, you might be aware already, but uh, it's uh, Mental Health Awareness Week, um, which is uh, a great thing that, they, that uh, somebody come up with. And it's uh, just a week where you can sort of go, do you know what, let's have a little 
Let's have a little proper think about this, because the world rushes by. Rushes by, and people always say things like, life, it's too short, it's too short. But it's not, as we all know. Life is the longest thing any of us will ever do. Uh, so, you know, you've got to just take stock sometimes and have a little think. And I did, I don't know if you saw Delisa, I did a little video this week, which... Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I did a little video this week, which um, got picked up. I'll crack it when... I've I sort of only done it for my Facebook uh, f- group, really, people on my Facebook fan page. Um, just about, I'd sort of... You know, I've had moments in the past where I've sort of struggled with uh, anxiety and depression. And, uh, I, I mean, I really wouldn't wish it on anybody. So it's an awful thing to to sort of go through, especially when you are a bit of a laugh. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when you all sort of like, oh yeah, he's a laugh. But there's also that I think people who are a bit of a laugh, they're the ones, they never show the weakness. Yeah, because so you... you yeah. bottle it in, it's worse. Yeah, so, um, and interestingly, you know, I put this video out there and it, it, it sort of flew around a little bit, the internet, on the, on the day it went out. And then I was at my, I took my kids swimming yesterday um, and a guy came up to me, sort of same age as me, you know, um... And he sort of came over and he, he's chatting about the football today, about the, the City and the Liverpool games that are happening today. And then he said, uh, sort of out of nowhere, just said, oh, um, you uh, you put that video on Facebook the other day about, you know, that you'd suffered anxiety and, you know, uh, depression and that, and that it's important to talk, to, you know, talk. And um, he said a friend of mine had seen it and just rang me out of the blue just to say, I, I just need a chat, you know. I thought that was wow. I was quite taken aback, really. Amazing, you know, yeah. that a little video like that had, had that thing. But I, you know, I say in the video, um, I just say essentially what the advice that I was given when I felt bad, which was uh, just because you're struggling, it doesn't mean you're failing. You know, and I think that's a really important thing to remember sometimes because sometimes when you're in the middle of it, when it's and things are going wrong, you feel, or even if they're not, even if you just feel low, you know, you can think this is never going to end. But it. It, it, it will, hopefully, it will do. And the best way of doing that is to talk to somebody. Uh, and Absolute Radio absolutely supports that, of course, uh, to talk uh, to talk about our mental health. And there's lots of information online on the website, absoluteradio.co.uk. And this week, while it's Mental Health Awareness Week, we're trying to urge you to make that phone call, to make a phone call, whether it's for you, whether it's because you need to talk to somebody, ring one of your pals, ring a pal, ring somebody that you just know. They'll have a chat, you know, joking apart, we can have a chat about this, especially fellas, especially blokes. The biggest killer, I don't know if you know this, Talisa, yes. under 50, the biggest killer in men is suicide from depression. No, 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 yeah, because there's a culture of men, men don't hug each other, don't talk no. about, don't Their show feelings. weakness, don't cry. Yeah. It's not healthy. It's really, it's really not. I love a good cry. I saw a dog's purpose the other day. I was gone. <laughs> I was gone, mate. Just even if you just need to go, even if you you don't want to cry in front of your pals, go and just see a dog's journey with one of your mates, and then halfway through when you cry, by the way, you can just bring <laughs> it up, okay? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's crazy, sure. isn't it? Because a, a, a talk, a chat with somebody can can help massively. And you know what? The other thing you'll find is they might actually want to talk to you as well. Uh, so that's what we can do. Uh, do it today. Why don't you do it right now? You know, just text a mate, check in on them, see if they're okay. And if they say they're fine, just text again and say, are you really though? You know, because it's worth doing. Um, loads of information about where you can get help, who you can speak to uh, on the website, absoluteradio.co. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ah, Kings of Leon. They used to be good, didn't they? And then when they first sort of, you were like, wow. And then 
I don't know. I don't know where they've gone. They'll come yeah. back. Monarchy was abolished. That's what it They're was. now the democratically elected leaders of Leon. <laughs> In Belfast, you can't play them. They have to be the democratically elected leaders of Leon. Russell Kane's here, everyone. Yeah. Morning. He's arrived. <laughs> he's arrived. Uh, he's sort of a, a, a morning Russell Kane. He's, he's a, it's, it's almost not, like a normal person. Yes. He's energy level. Mind you, I'm going through a flask of coffee, so give me five minutes. <laughs> I'm not sitting still <laughs> to listen. No, no, you're very much not. Are you, are you constantly on? Like, are you one of those comics who's on all the time? I don't really... So, I think there's two types of uh, comedian, but mm. the type I'm not is more talented, in my opinion. There's the person <laughs> who can sit down and craft a brilliant joke, write a wonderful show. Um, they can come out with amazing humour. And there's other people that just monetize their personality. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm not... Like, when, people, when you see the American comedians going, why are you on the whole time? Just chill out. I'm not doing... I'm not switch. I didn't yeah, wake up and switch anything on. Right. This is I was just what born like. with my hands clenching. The obstetrician had to check me over because my hands were like, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't aware. I'm not doing anything to be funny or uh, yeah, away. Yeah. It's just that is my personality. <laughs> just that's you. If I'm at the side of the stage with my tour manager and I'm talking about a, a sandwich, I will continue to talk about it. That will be the first thing I say when I go on stage. <laughs> right, got, yeah. There won't be here's the beginning of this year's show. And I'll be like, oh, there's sandwiches. I was just eating this sandwich, and that's yeah. it. I'm gone for two hours. <laughs> there, there's material there as well, obviously. Yeah, but of course. It's, yeah. it's just that's who I am. But your, you know, your current show is a bit about that, isn't it? It's about yes. your personality compared to like your wife's personality, who's a I, bit more. I think relaxed. again, again, in roughly in life, there are two tribes who yes. annoy each other, mm. but end up normally married to each other or best friends with each other, or your brother tends to be one and sister. One sort of mental spring out of bed, doing the dishwasher, neurotic, yes. hundred mile an hour, never been in debt, always arrive early by fifteen minutes, <laughs> versus the I did Buddhism when I was sixteen, a great winner traffic jam, I played a word game. They're convinced. <laughs> the thing they, they come out with stuff like this. Honestly, what's the point in getting stressed? Life normally works itself out. Yeah, because we're working it out for you. <laughs> the people, the people with energy and drive are carrying you. Wake up. <laughs> so you're definitely on that side of the uh, platform. Fair but, play. but I couldn't be with someone like me. I have oh to. Oh my be. god! Can you imagine? Lindsay, Who of you? Like Lindsay will be like, we'll miss a flight or something, like that. and she'll be like, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. chill out. Like worst things are happening in Syria, and I'm like, oh, I'll go sort my head out yes whereas yeah. I'm like oh, she keeps no, you grounded oh, no, I've spilled a glass of water my whole day's ruined floods biblical <laughs> yeah so you need to balance each other I'm now I'm imagining you a, a male Russell Kane and then you've done the snapchat that new snapchat filter yeah and there's a, a female yeah. version of just two of yours I was more feminine in the before shot. <laughs> <laughs> I came out like a right bruiser. I've got to say, I've looked at mine. I'm quite fit as a woman. I've not done mine yet. I'm oh, we'll do them in a minute. I just did the Lisa when the news was what on. did you come out like that? I, I, was, I was shocked. Oh, Basically, this new Snapchat filter, if you've not seen it, it's everyone is sort of talking about it on social media. It's like a, a, a gender swap, so a sex right. swap. And uh, it turns you in, if you're a female, it turns you into look like a fella and vice versa. I'm sure some, at some point someone will find an offence in it. Yeah. Uh, but it's um, it's quite a good fun. I, I did my kids yesterday. That was very funny, just turning them into blokes with beards. Um, <laughs> it's like, Does your yeah, female, one of you, still have a beard? No, so they managed it's to get rid of the beard. Nice eyes. Weirdly, I was like, this ruined it a little bit because... The Snapchat filter is uh, certainly weighted in a fella's favour because, as you will spot, if you look at anybody's social media at the moment, all the blokes, have they've turned them into, like, hot women. And all the women, they've turned into... You know when Shrek 
goes human. Yeah. <laughs> They've got, they yeah. all look yeah. a bit yeah. like he used that. He to play for Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got that sort of like big jaw and oh my goodness. I mean, it's so, a stand-up's favourite app because you can actually get off with yourself whilst looking at a screen. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few stand-ups that have just been locked in staring at it, <laughs> licking the screen. It's, it's definitely a girl. A, I never need to leave the house again. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a catfish coming up there. A catfish point. myself. That's how narcissistic I am. <laughs> Delete Social Ponder is heading up to uh, the Edinburgh Festival this I year. Am, yes. Uh, with his show, uh, blah, 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 Blacklist. Blacklist. Which is uh, which sounds very funny, and and uh, it looks like we'll keep growing all the way through the summer. Yes, people keep. Get, hopefully, none of you will be in it. But it's uh, all Let's about celebrities who get in trouble and lose their job. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easily done these days, isn't it? Yeah. Crikey, yeah, these days. I mean, I, I mean, I've been there. Don't get me wrong, but it's certainly not. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Crikey. Yeah. Uh, and Russell, your show is uh, the Fast and the Curious. That's it. It's a good title. Yeah, it's a short brainstorm. That. That's a good. It's title. like twenty minutes in lunch. <laughs> Uh, and at this this side of the summer, you can see him all uh, all May. Say Albans, Birmingham, High Wycombe, Watford, Reading, Norwich, Oxford, Wokingham, and Aylesbury. I presume mostly sold out. A lot of these. They are in the spring, but um, there's Oxford got some tickets left. Oxford, what's wrong with Oxford? I don't know. Oxford New Theatre. I have the same. So across deal. the board, it's like bing, bing 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 green, and people in Oxford. We may come out. Is there any etching or brass rubbing in the show? <laughs> Maybe some Tudor poetry halfway through. I, was like, I don't have any Tudor poetry. Some I'm... chanting, some monk chanting. Oh, I have the exact same thing. <laughs> With um, Oxford, it's totally different um, market. It just, it just did. Yeah. So that and the Isle of Man. I really have to work hard to sell tickets. I've done the Isle of Man now. Yes, Isle of Man. I don't. This is weird thing in the Isle of Man. Do you know it? You're not allowed to say the word. I, right. feel, I feel weird saying it on, on yeah, now because I know now. people in the Isle of Man are listening to it. It's not offensive to us no. on mainland. But uh, the word rat. Rat. You're not allowed to say rat? the word. Do you know yeah. this, Delisa? What's wrong with rat? It's like about a thousand times worse than saying Macbeth or good luck instead of break a leg. Yeah. But it's it's across the island. It's not just in the theatre. So and did they ban Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? So. Oh, he would be bad. He, he, he would went, be allowed. Oh, before I went on stage, you know what to do. Just don't mention the old, uh, you know, the old long tails. Long tails, that's long right. Tails. That's what they call And if you don't know, I won't say the comedian, but a very, very high profile comedian didn't know. And was just on stage going, hello. Oh, <laughs> good evening. I won't say the name. No. Uh, <laughs> No, no, no. So a comedian was on a comedian was on stage. Just accidentally said "rat," not knowing. And if you if someone says "rat," you have to whistle to break the curse. So can you imagine if you're on stage and a thousand people start whistling for no reason? You think That's you're being heckled off for something you've said, and it just you know would just throw you. Yeah, it's an odd place though. Did you have that moment where did you have a local cab driver when you got from the airport? To yeah, the... who said hello to the fairies yeah. across the bridge? Salute went, with the little fairies. You went hello fairies. I went. That's I. I'm married, and but you shouldn't say things like. That. <laughs> No, very, I found it very offensive, but he was actually greeting a real fairy. There's a little bridge and they say hello to the fairies. These people are insane. <laughs> you know, catch the lease on tour in the Isle of Man. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been blacklisted, ironically. <laughs> What's funny about it is that generally when you go, when you do a comedy gig, the people who come to a comedy gig are of a certain... I don't know. Not, not, I'm not, it's not an intelligence thing, but of a certain level where you can have a bit of fun with yes. yeah. things like religion and things that, are, yeah. that other people take very seriously. Exactly. Yes, but not there. No, wow. <laughs> it's, really, it's, de- it's deadly serious. Um, you must, you mustn't say it. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to see what, it, what what the reason is. There must be a reason. Someone will let us know at some point. I'm sure the reason that uh, rat is. Uh, you, you can test them. You go for some ratatouille after the game. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so and I've got I've got a load of autumn dates that I've just added yeah, as so well. Yeah, so we've seen the South, uh, Southampton, Blackburn, Hull, Kendall, Southend. I mean, that must sell out in seconds. I've got three nights at the Cliff. I've added a third one at the Cliff, so get in now. Oh, there you go. So that's a, that's a big deal. He's, a, he's quite a big deal down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to lose some tax money, so I need to do a third night. <laughs> Aberdeen, Milton Keynes and Stoke. All the all the towns. They're all, all the there. Towns. So uh, you can find out more information on uh, Russell Kane's uh, website. That's easy enough to find. Uh, that's uh, It's going to be a great tour. Uh, the Fast and the Curious. Already getting great reviews this side of the summer, so make sure you go and see him very soon. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We were talking earlier about keeping up with the Joneses, Russell. We were talking right. about um, when I was a kid, my mum had painted an extra stripe on a two-stripe pair of trainers just to make it a bit Adidas-like. <laughs> uh, so quite a few have been uh, coming in this morning of people who've... Uh, a lot of them were trainer-based. A lot of yeah. them were footwear-based. The, the, the shame of going into school with a pair of shoes that wasn't that didn't have a name. So we we just had rugby at my school, no football. That's how horrible it was. And my dad, of course, ultimate manly, shaven-headed bouncer, loved that. He, he preferred rugby. So when it's time to start my rugby lessons, I had to take in his original boots. He played for Essex County in, which were like these horrible, withered pieces of black oh, leather. God, no. And I was known as Bobby's Boots at school. For those of you who don't remember, there was a series like back in the day about a kid who had old boots everyone mocked, but when you put them on, they were magic. Yeah. So I was called Bobby's Boots for two years. I mean, I was never going to get a girlfriend anyway, but that really was the... That was the clincher. Yeah. <laughs> that was the clincher. Uh, yeah, we've had a few this morning, so thanks very much. 8.12.15 is a text if uh, if you want to get in touch and, and say hello. It's always nice to hear from you. Uh, we were also talking about Deliso's uh, show, which is uh, about um, sort of celebrity blacklists, essentially. Exactly. People, People who've who said... said the wrong thing, tweeted the wrong thing, and yeah. it comes back to Hornham. And at any moment, somebody could make... Because we're making jokes all the time, and, you, you know, like I say, live microphones in front of us, you... In your head, you think something's funny. It can come out the wrong way, and 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 you. I can actually, I can actually trap famous white comedians by getting them drunk, pushing a phone towards them, and say, "Hey, go on Twitter. Come I, on." I need, come on. Five, I need an extra five minutes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I, I had a moment with. Um, I went to see Tommy Tiernan uh, a few weeks back, who is obviously one of the best comics going. Brilliant, and in the middle of the show. I don't know. If, I don't think he knew I was there. So I went to see him afterwards. I, a friend got tickets, and I went along with them. And I don't think he was. And he he said, "Oh, I was watching telly the other day, and Jason Manford was on." I thought, "Why am I? Why am I in his set?" <laughs> oh, no, it's the worst feeling you can ever. I was like, "Why am I in his set?" And what had happened was, so I went. A friend of mine is uh, Dion Dublin. You know the, the footballer, uh, the ex-footballer, and Holmes under the hammer. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a natural pairing, isn't it? Really? Yeah, well, smashing a goal, the... doing extension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, he lives near you, funnily enough. He's, like, oh, no, way, he's doing yeah. my conservatory. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd gone to the Grand National on the, on Grand National on the day, on the Saturday, and ITV Sport wanted to talk to us, and we uh, and we came up uh, to, to talk to them. And there was a moment where uh, we are all stood there in our, in our fineries, and the presenter, uh, who was white, I'm white, Dion's obviously not white, he's black, and uh, the presenter said to me... Um, uh, isn't it a lovely day? What a lovely day for the Grand National. And I said, yeah, it's beautiful. And Dion, as a little joke, said, yeah, I've just come out to top up my tan. It was a little right. joke. That, course, he, that little was joke. the joke that he's able to make. But obviously what Tommy mentioned and what I remember was me and the host both went, mm-hmm. like we just shut down. We were like, nope, 
Not even. No, I'm not. I'm not agreeing. I'm not commenting. I'm not adding a joke. It was like that's what I did then. My mic yeah. was like it'd been switched off. <laughs> we were like, we were like, it's a trick. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting into. This is how I get into Deliso shows. This is the plan. Have I just been invited here? Like it's an entrapment both from the producer and you two. But yeah, it sort of got to that point where you go, nope. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna shut my mouth. I'm not agreeing. I'm not joining in at all. But in your show, do you separate the people I'm, who made? I'm going to come up with a bunch of rules for right. why people oh, to because... not get in trouble. Just Phew. don't worry, these words are okay. Black is okay. There's yes. some people panicking, they do, trying yeah. to describe things, and they don't... Black is okay. Oh, we should point out, Deliso is black, by oh, the way. Oh, I'm black. Yeah. I just, I'm black. I just, My just, voice yeah. doesn't say it yeah. exactly. I realise with it being the radio, we, it might just sound like three white guys with really strong opinions. <laughs> Why does this one have made a list? <laughs> But there's there's good blacklists and there's, and there's bad blacklists. And there's bad blacklists. Because, again, there are people who've been exiled because they were outspoken, people like, you know, um, Mandela. Mm. And then there's also the other blacklist, which is because you did something you shouldn't have It's done. like if you get heckled off in Maidstone, it's almost a positive. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like me. Yes. <laughs> Not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Joking, Maidstone, chill out. Um, I'm, there in, I'm there in September. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Essex accent has been named the sexiest accent. What? I don't believe that. This is... This is... <clears throat> Lindsay said that to me when we first got to the I love the way you say stuff. I was like, can I have a Sam Boker and light it, please, governor? She's like, yeah, I love the way you speak. It's dead now. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> it's the least trustworthy accent, though. Is that right? The Cockney and Essex accent, you, you'll find the least call centres, the least people selling loans, the least people trying to sell you stuff you'll find in my corner of the country, there's just something in the sound, mm. which is like I've got, you know, like a dodgy grill I'm trying to sell you from the market on a trolley. <laughs> and, uh, and the most trustworthy is the, the Glaswegian and Belfast accent. We just, we, when someone sp- yeah. speaks in Glaswegian, you just, be- I'm going to punch your head in. I believe you. Yes. You just believe, you believe whatever they're going to say. Geordie as well, I find. There's a lot of call centres in there. Because you can't get angry at a Geordie. It's hard because it's like, all oh, right, is that okay? Yeah. I'm really sorry, but we're going to have to charge you like yeah. 80 quid now. You repossess your home. <laughs> you're like, okay, no. I know it's a funny one. The same thing in Manchester, though. The, the Manchester accent, even though say people are people are friendly in the north, the Mank accent, the actual Mank accent, there's, there's hardly. Friendly, any... But you wouldn't want to. Hang a time to put your own through now, like, what, exactly what payments like. would you like? Can I take your credit card details? <laughs> no, just no, no, like, no, just, just for banter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, no, you can't, actually. Can you put me through to one of your colleagues in India? Because I trust them more than you. <laughs> it's the vowels, in it, the vowels in Essex. We are, we are really long. Like That's why me and Lindsay are still making fun of each other's accents. Now we've been married five years. Yeah. And uh, she can't get over how, you know, we say Sambo can't and uh, lengthen them. Well, we, we, Lindsay's yeah. like that. Russell, my name's Russell up there. I have a different name. Russell, of course, yeah. R-O-S-E-L-L. Russell. Russell, yeah. So my daughter says, upstairs, double O-P. Up. Well, I have, because obviously I, I, I sort of split with my ex-wife, who is northern, and my wife currently is, is from Kent, from London. Currently, yeah. <laughs> the middle my wife. current wife, Your middle yeah. wife. My, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, please don't be listening. <laughs> my current wife. She doesn't like being called that. Uh, but uh, she is from Kent, and uh, and so I've noticed it with with the children. So I've got my four eldest children, all got northern accents. You know, they have a bath mm. and a laugh. Yeah. You know, and then my youngest daughter is like a little cockney daddy diagram to one now. She's three. Yeah, because she's uh, got... My daughter, my daughter says bath. She goes, yes. like, upstairs for a bath. Right, yeah, so that's so what mine's like. Mingle. And she'll say, bug. 
Yeah. Look at the bugs, but she'll she'll say laugh. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. It's, it's weird having a kid with a slightly posher accent than you. But there's some accents In a that... tiny top hat. Father, what time do you return from entertaining people? <laughs> it's funny when you get accents, because some accents do not check, like... It doesn't matter where you're from. If you were born in Belfast or Glasgow yeah. and you only spent the first six months of your life there and then got lost in the, a desert or a, 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 the Amazonian rainforest, 40 years later someone rescued you, you'd be like, all right, me, like, you're here, yeah. thank you. Some ac- so you're talking about keeping up with the Joneses. I actively changed my accent. Oh, right, really? okay. Yeah, because I used to have, you like, a... You before, weren't you? <laughs> 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 I shouldn't have been ashamed, but when I moved to Canada, I had like a thick Malawi, well, African what accent. What is a Malawi? Mal- well, I'd moved around in Africa, so I spoke do a bit the more voice. Kenya. Do the voice. It's such a big continent. What is going on? It's, oh, okay. it's like a little bit of that. Like and a I, sing-songy And I wasn't, yeah. I didn't like it because, you know, because right. on television, you they always make fun of people like that. And right. so I actively... Trying really? to learn to speak differently. Yeah, because your voice now is very, it's got a slight, yeah, because it's got a Canadian uh, tinge to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I had, I had to, I went to university and I like, I, I, my words would stay open at the end before. Right. And then people put, that's the difference if you're listening between Cockney and Essex, because people can't hear the difference. No, I so can't Mickey Flanagan, for example, and Cockney, their words are open at the end. Can you hear? I'm leaving the sounds open at the end. Whereas Essex, we have the same moronic Cockney vowel, but a closed. <laughs> Clipped, oh, okay. precision right. like Gemma Collins. You know, yes. We sound like absolute idiots, but with clarity. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. I've got a friend uh, from uh, Belfast who, who was she, one of the facts she says. She says that she's basically never said towel only once in her life because every time she says it, someone goes, "What?" You know, she works. She, she works How do you in wardrobe. Towel in Belfast. She, towel. Ah, oh, towel. So she goes, "Do you need a towel?" And she goes, "They go what?" what is it, a even when they say it slowly, a tail. It like, just doesn't fade though. Bel- no, Irish accents don't fade. Yeah. So, I, so I speak. There's an Irish lady around here who does some sports massage when I pull my neck, and she's been she's been in the country 17 years, <laughs> and she's so Irish. She went, "I'll be having a nap this afternoon," and I said, "How long will your neck be?" She went, "I'll take the guts out of an hour." <laughs> That's my phrase of the way. I'll take the guts from an hour. You know what I mean? Like 58 minutes. <laughs> Music matters. Jason Manford's show, uh, Delirious Social Ponder, is here. Uh, Russell Kane is here, who's uh, in the middle of a tour, about to have a little break, and then he'll pick it back up in the summer. Uh, and, it, and also, in the meantime, you can uh, you can follow his very funny, very popular uh, Kane in it. Would you call them rants? Would you say? Or yeah, it's just my. What happened was I was I was doing a project with you know one of these seventeen-year-old YouTubers making a million pounds a day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and he said, "I don't understand your lot," meaning us yeah. granddads that do go on stage and do analog things. <laughs> <laughs> and grandmas as well. Yeah. Uh, and he said, why don't you just, you know the routine that isn't quite good enough for the cut or the one that's so topical you won't be able to use it next week? Yeah. yeah. He said, just give it away online. It will be good enough for YouTube. I'd never do that. It would look desperate. Like, I couldn't get on Have I Got News For You. But I thought, I'll try it. What have I got to lose? Yeah. And of course, it's, there was an absolute gap for it. Yeah. It's, just, it's literally just my phone stuck on a sat-nav holder on my window. I pick whatever subjects at random. Most of the time, I don't even care about the thing I'm talking about. And it's just <laughs> a good, like, it's like going down the gym for a comic. Right. Yeah. A bit of writing, no pressure, there's no audience there. I improvise for 10 minutes, cut it, I show it to Lindsay. If she laughs, I post it. If she doesn't, right. I don't. No. <laughs> right. so so that's it. So there's a load on your phone that I've never gone out. Oh, there's a few There's a few that I just don't I, I don't yeah. bother putting up, or sometimes I, I can't be bothered. But and you just cut them together, because I've seen you yeah. sort of jump. 
that is it's so arty the way you've chosen the jump cut. Can anyone tell me what other editing decision there could be <laughs> if it's a phone <laughs> stuck a to a window yeah. and I'm sat, I'm just stood around thinking, like half of it's me going, what could I say here? And then I'll just do a funny face and go, Ugh, yeah. and, then, and then cut that in. But I've not done it to be arty or random. No. I've done it because it's just a phone stuck to a window. And they get like millions of views now. Some of it depends. It, it, some, some of them do 150, 200,000. Some of them do two, three million. But yeah. they do well across the channels as well. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Right. So I do lo- the Love Island ones when Love Island's on. They do very well on uh, So Twitter. you're making a million pound a day now? Yeah. <laughs> we can't make money from them. Okay. Indirectly, if people come to the theatre, I suppose. But yes, I don't, I don't have adverts. Isn't it? They're not sponsored. It's, they're done just purely for fun. Just for fun. I don't earn any money from them. It takes me an hour to edit, ten minutes to film. Great. Great. And what's been the big, what's been the most popular ones that you've done? Um, or your favourite? Some, some of the political ones, which I'll stay away from. Like something, like the Brexity ones are always very popular. Mm-hmm. And now and again, I do something silly. So I did one about having a go at slimming clubs. Right. Just, just, just the logic of them, you know, like saving up my sins. Like I've had a bag of lettuce every day, so I'll have a bin bag of Snickers on Saturday. <laughs> I just <laughs> made fun of that. Or, right. Because uh, I went to one of these groups with my friend to observe it, and it was the woman had lost no weight nor gained any. So right. Like nothing had... Okay. So nothing had happened. So. And they all started clapping. You've maintained, Carol, well done. You've literally achieved nothing. <laughs> Where's your money for next week? <laughs> <laughs> right, got you. That makes sense. That makes and of course sense. I did that. You can imagine I got a bit, a bit of hate. But it's, all, it's all done with a twinkle in the eye. I don't, I don't really do anything. Yeah. I'm not interesting enough to do any nasty jokes. Or no, sure. you don't want... Also, we don't, none of us want to no. do that. No one... No one there's, some, there's some edgy comics that I laugh at, American ones. I mean, yes, I find yes. Frankie Ball hilarious. I wouldn't have the courage to tell no. any of his jokes, not no, one no, of them. No, 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 no. No, but, you know, Frankie and Jimmy and people like that, they get away with it because, you know, they don't have a soul, you know. So <laughs> they... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they know where they're going at the end and they made peace of it, you know. Uh, we're still on the we're still home. Jimmy probably owns a section of it. <laughs> He's got shares in heaven. <laughs> That's the angels. <laughs> <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, we'll be back uh, next Sunday, live from Manchester again. Uh, if you want to catch uh, Deliso Chaponda, uh, you can follow him on Twitter, which is... Yes, uh, Deliso Chaponda. Good luck. Just just try it. Just try spelling it. And Even hopefully better, I, I got AfricanComedian.com because I was like, <laughs> they'll actually find me somehow. What, you own that? <laughs> yes, I own it. I got it first. That's, wow. a, that's brilliant. Yes. What a good idea. I wonder who owned that because I went for it and it's like someone already owns this. <laughs> Darn it. So you can find his dates. Uh, he's he's hitting Edinburgh uh, with his show, blah, blah, Blacklist. And uh, and then you'll be going on a tour exactly. so people can grab tickets for that. And Russell as well. Your uh, your show, The Fast and the Curious, is, uh, is on tour at the moment but about to uh, have a little break for the yeah. summer. Kicking it back off. I've got a website as well. It's EssexComedian.com. No, it's, at, it's RussellCain.co.uk or there's my Twitter and Instagram. I'm always banging on about the shows the whole time. Yeah, great stuff. And of course, it is Mental Health Awareness Week this week as well. Uh, as you said earlier, you know, just take a little bit of time. Um, if you if you need to speak to somebody, if you need to, if you've got a friend that you just want to, maybe just drop them a text. Everything all right, pal? And if they say fine, send them another one and say, really though? Should we, have a, should, we have a, should we have a chat? You know, it's worth mentioning. We were sort of chatting off air a little bit about social media and the sort of negative impact that can have on uh, mm. on you, you know, just comparing Always comparing your life. yourself with people with better Somebody's, lives. Well, somebody said to me once, it's a, it a great phrase, they said, the thing with social media is you're comparing your full movie to somebody else's trailer. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Which is just a great description, well, isn't it? Well, our brains have not evolved. You're not supposed to know what someone you went to school with when you were 15 who now lives in Miami... You're not supposed to know whether he's got a six-pack or a big house. You're not, you're not supposed to know how successful his marriage is. You're not supposed to know those things. You're supposed no. to know your little medium-sized tribe around you. Yes. And that's it. And I was speaking to an audience last night. I said, it must be most interesting for people in their 50s and 60s because they fully left puberty and neuro- neurosis behind when they were 25. And now you've got a woman called Barbara can go to work all day, switch her smartphone and go, Carol's house is bigger than mine. I feel down. Yes. It's like, this, these are teenage emotions that, that are continued through, through your life yeah, by yeah. virtue of playground comparison, which didn't happen 20 years ago. Yes, and the comparisons aren't necessarily real. It's no, what they've chosen to share. Yeah. You know, the, the amount of time... I always say, you know, those times where somebody's kids are looking more well-behaved, you know, they're like, oh, we've gone to the park, and you're just sat there with your kids are on iPads and you feel terrible. You know, you think, oh, how are their kids so well-behaved? They're just better at taking photos <laughs> exactly <laughs> when the time is right well, and the fake the fake excuse of the photo so this week we've had I won't say her name obviously oh look I've got a new sofa I just want to show it off but she's in a bikini in May in so it's got nothing it's nothing about the, no. the sofa oh my god oh no it's my bikini in shot what a disaster zoom in insta it hashtag bikini bod <laughs> like, it was about your sofa two minutes ago come on Becky grow up you're 36 <laughs> <laughs> and then the dog face feel. Don't even go there. Any ladies listening, just let you know, I don't know any men who are attracted to cartoon dogs. No. Please no. stop putting cute cartoon dog face on there. There aren't men going, she looks just like Pluto. I'd love a bit of that. So, uh, mental health awareness week this week. Look after yourself. Uh, as I said the other day, just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. It's okay not to be okay. If you need to speak to somebody, uh, if you've got someone to speak to, please do. If you haven't, get on the Absolute Radio website. Loads and loads of uh, links of people you can speak to are out there uh, and look after yourself. Have a lovely week and I'll see you next Sunday. Thanks to Russell and Delisle for joining us this morning. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio.